when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. All right, we gotta go to the obituary society. But first, oh, hello. Hello. I wasn't even here. <laughs> are we, are any of us here, really? <laughs> Thank you for t- tuning into uh, uh, Philosophy Moment. I'm, I'm Professor Biff. I'm Professor Biff. Biff, no, Biff doesn't sound, Biff sounds like a, like a beefcake. I'm, I'm Professor Cromer. Cromer. Hmm. All right. So I picked this book and yeah, I'd have to say I've picked better books, but we're going to still, we're going to pull this one out. It was a little bit boring. It was. You don't play stupid with me, <laughs> Jack. I meant, wait, I meant for my voice to go down, but it went up for some reason. <laughs> Fine. Um, I'm not the best picker. I am a no, good, no, 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 I'm no. a good game player though. Um, not right, a, no, I, uh, see, I, I read this one twice because the first time I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. like there are so, there are so many metaphors. I, I can't even like smell my way through them. Um, <laughs> I, I can't even smell funny. what's underneath all of those metaphors. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like the metaphors in this book were like a big sofa covered with, with throw pillows and like blankets and, and a, a dust cloth. What's that thing called? Dust tarp. Shiny? Shammy? Yeah. No. no. It's called Shamu. Uh, Shamu is on, and like somewhere underneath there is a beautiful piece of furniture, and I wanted to get down to it. I'm going to move us along <laughs> from that to um, a summary. <laughs> oh, no. We should talk about what, what went on with our last couple of weeks. Um, well, I, um, this, this is a very small thing, but um, I, 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 I think I coined a term, like, uh, in the sense that I Googled it and couldn't find, I, no one else seems <laughs> you to. You went have, to Urban Dictionary, I bet. Right. And, and, but, but, like, I Googled it, and I don't think anyone has, like, put it on their blog yet. Um, and uh, before I say the term, uh, and when I say I coined it, that makes it sound like now everyone's saying it, but no, I, I uh, haven't even said it yet. Uh, but so let's, much buildup. Let's see if this catches on. Uh, I was I was at the as you know I've been uh, I've been a college student recently which mm-hmm. is the greatest mm-hmm. um, and uh, I went to the the campus co- I've been going to the campus coffee house in the morning and uh, doing a little writing before school uh, my life is amazing <laughs> um, and uh, the last few days this guy has been showing up early who so there's two tables like like two top tables like set with like um you know uh next to each other such that the back of one of the chairs is is back to back with one of the other chairs mm-hmm. and he's been sitting at one of the tables and putting his backpack on the chair of the, the other, other table. table yeah this is just and so like bad manners right there's a, the the new term has is is not about that i mean that's just that's just obviously bad manners and like so 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 like i i sat at one of the tables like and and glared at him um and uh, and felt and felt superior and then so uh, seattle right so so he did that for a couple of days and then uh the uh on the third day uh one of the tables was taken by someone using the table as it is meant <laughs> to be used and i took the other table and this guy came in and like looked over at the tables and glared like how dare you uh he got his coffee and then he sat like at a nearby uh kind of like elevated table um and sat in such a way that he wasn't actually doing anything but like just his demeanor was taking up an enormous amount of space uh-huh. like 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 you know he had his arms man spreading that's it mental man spreading 
Mental man spreading. So he wasn't ah. he wasn't literally spread out yeah. over much of an area. But his, but you his could tell, oral, yeah, like like there's just like a, a cloud of mean around this oh, guy. Um, wow. And uh, I'm I'm curious to see what he's going to do next. It filled me with a chill. When you um, just... Yeah, it was it's it was quite unpleasant, but uh, but interesting. What, so he felt like you had taken his space. I think so. That was certainly the impression I got. So I go to Poppy often and I go there by my, there's a bar uh, and restaurant and I go there by myself and I do a lot of writing at the bar and I sit, I have a seat because I'm a regular. Oh, sure. Regulars have a seat and I always sit very much close to the wall so I can look out at everybody and there's a plug near there and that's my little perch. Well, apparently that's also someone else's perch on the times that I'm not there. And so I happened to go in there, grab that seat a man walked in, and I felt his mental man spreading from the doorway. Oh, absolutely. I could feel him glaring at me. I saw him glare at me. He came about four seats away and just stood there, like, <sighs> mouth agape, just couldn't believe that I had the fucking gall to sit at a public seat at a bar in Seattle. So then he goes, he glares at me, makes sure I see him, and then he goes to the other end of the bar where he can see me. It's around a corner. And he's, <laughs> he sits directly opposite me. And oh then my God, mental man spreads me the entire night. That that is terrible. That this this guy at my coffee shop, he seemed to be doing it to sort of everybody there, not not just wow. me and the other person sitting at his favorite tables. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just like, how, what are all of you people doing at this uh, public facility? Wow. Um, Do you think he actually maybe owned the place? You know how people act like they own the place? Maybe he actually owned the place. I believe the place is owned by the university. So 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 maybe he's the president of the university. He could be the president of the university. Uh That's true. Hanging out on campus with his backpack. Yeah, so he wasn't actually looking at you. He was looking over the entire campus. Like, yeah, surveying his realm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, that said, there's another place that I sometimes go in the morning that has like a grumpy guy working the the espresso counter. I hate grumpy guy. Who I think uh, may be the owner. Like, he just gives off like an ownerly vibe. Like, this Mm -hmm. is my place so I can be as grumpy as I want. Right. Yeah. No. Not So... Anyway, mental man spreading. I'm already I, using it. I've used it two times comfortably. I, I was I loved it. Yeah. Uh I've done it. I mean, we I have to admit. You have? Well, yeah, because we talked one time about um like how at my favorite tea place, um, there's a guy who looks like me who sometimes oh, takes ye- my favorite seat. That's I'm different. sure. But I'm sure I've done it to that guy. Like I've come in and like looked over, like, really? That's that's anger, that's doppelganger anger. <laughs> Doppel anger. <laughs> Doppel anger. Okay, which is completely justified. Okay, great. All right. I'm All so right. glad we let me off for that one. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to be right back and come back with our. Okay, we're back. We're back with a very important. Because we are news very flash. happy with ourselves right now. You missed the the sound of the high five that literally just happened. It was a fist bump because I'm rad. But anyway, <laughs> just. Kidding. I think you're. I think you're rewriting history. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, what is it when a bunch of people get together, have sex, and they all look alike? A doppelgangbanger. Yes. We are very happy with <laughs> or ourselves. Or is it like, wait a minute, if there was cloning, uh-huh. it, like, if, if they're not, not like, uh, you know, you clone yourself and, and create a baby who's going to grow up to look like you, but like literally like science fiction style, like you put your hand on the machine and now there's two of you and probably uh-huh. one of them is evil, like... The first, like within the first day, someone is going to fuck their clone, right? Okay. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying I condone this. I don't think that's a thing. You, you, 
because there's no cloning yet. As soon as there is, that will be a thing. Because that's like, wow. It's the final taboo. Is that considered masturbation? I don't know. That's, uh, that is for the courts to decide. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, what happens if you go into a room and you're all having sex and everybody looks like and they're all angry? <laughs> Doppel ang- anger ganger? <laughs> Doppelanger banger. <laughs> Wait, um, re- remember uh, someone on a, a was it? Who were we talking about? The guy with two penises. With <laughs> what do you mean? With it was me and you, <laughs> and I was talking about it. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Then <laughs> there wasn't like a third person here. That's well, what you're sometimes saying. we have a guest. Yeah, on the yeah. Show. No, no. I I only reserved double-headed penis stories. Or no, it wasn't double-headed penis. It was. Bi- bifurcated penis. Right. So my yeah. anyway, my anyway. point is doppelwanger. Oh so, yeah. So so maybe we should talk about the book. Doppelwanger. Since this, this is a very sophisticated adult book. See club. where we went? We went from mental mental man spreading to <laughs> doppelwanger. From from mental man spreading to doppelwanger. Look inside this book club. A travel odyssey. Where we rarely talk about the book. But the book is the obituary society, and you are the picker. So uh. what was it about? Yeah, Please, yeah. Please, for real, tell me, because no, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> okay, so, um, Steel Magnolias. Did you see that movie? Yes, definitely. It has a I, Steel Magnolias kind of feel to it. So, yes, I have seen the movie Steel Magnolias, as well as Fried Green Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And what about, um, have you read the book, what is it, Sisters of the Yaya something-something? Uh, I'm familiar with the book, but I have not read it, nor have I read The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Oh, I think I'm confusing. I'm, 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 I'm no, I think they both have two. sisterhood oh, in the Oh, do they? Okay. Anyway, it had that kind of feeling. Uh, we start with a flashback, 1952. Isaac and Ada, brother and sister. Big brother protects sister from rabid goose. We, yes. What was that? It's it, it, it basically a parable to say Isaac was a good big brother. Okay. That's all it was. I feel like there there were many. Oh, you think went, like there's like that goose is going to end up killing some people later or something, or like well, comes back know. as like a alien like murdering goose? In in any other book we've read recently, I that would that might say happen. Yes. That's true. Okay, chapter one. Uh, we're back into uh, present time. Chapter title. The, the, some some interesting chapter titles. This one's called yeah. Sour Lemonade. Our setting is Auburn, Nebraska, and we learn about the little girl Ada is now an old woman. And her grandniece, uh, Lila, who is the protagonist, is there in Nebraska attending her grandfather Isaac's funeral. Um, Ada's old friend Gladys with bifocals hints that there's something paranormal about the town. So we get some foreshadowing about something creepy going on. Chapter two, The Cinnamon Scented Lawyer. That's the title. Um, Lila is driving Ada's old Chevy stick shift. She's Kind of a bat out of hell, which cinnamon, is actually cinnamon stick shift. Cinnamon stick shift. She's a bat out of what hell. What's wrong with me today? <laughs> She's a, drives like a bat out of hell, and I have to say, props to the author because there were some very funny passages um, about her. You probably didn't find them funny because you don't have a car and you didn't ever learn how to fucking drive. <laughs> I know, I know how to drive. Do you? Yes. I mean, I haven't Show done me. it recently. Show me. Oh, you want to go down that road? Drive a cinnamon stick shift and show me. I can drive a stick. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, I thought it was pretty funny. Some of her her embarrassing uh, bucking and bucking the truck everywhere and nearly killing half. half I've the done that. Down. Have you? I've bucked a truck. Have you bucked a truck? Yeah. Have you fucked a duck? <laughs> um, okay. She nearly hits a blue truck. The dude scowls at her. 
foreshadowing. I have a feeling we're going to see that guy again. Oh, it was a meat cute, right? Meat cute? Um, Pause for Matthew eating a nut. A, a nut cute. <laughs> um, oh, a, meat cute. Is that like a device that authors use to or, introduce? Or I think, I think, uh, I think it was originally probably applied to movies, movies. but it's like, you know, when, when the people like bump into each other. Like, oh, excuse me. Um, like, or yeah, you know, like I, uh, I run the motorcycle repair shop. Well, right, I just right. crashed my motorcycle. Right, 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 right. Um, Meet cute. Wow. That's like, like when you really can't afford using more words, you just say meat cute. <laughs> or like, I, I work as a butcher. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, uh, that guy's name is Ash. Uh, no, no. She's on the way to meet. <laughs> you just said that guy's name is Ass. Aster. Uh, Lila sees that guy. Uh, she's on her way to meet an, a lawyer named Aster Whiting. Okay. Uh, who's a lawyer who's going to help her on her grandfather's will. There's much, much masculine posturing and female tittering. Mm-hmm. They're totally going to do it later in the book. Oh, 100%. 100%. Chapter three, high fructose corn syrup. They make a little trip to Owen's grocery, and she basically feels like she's home again because people recognize her based on her family resemblance. Um, she sees the guy in the truck again. She says something embarrassing. She pulls out her car and nails her grocery cart, and she wants to die because she's so embarrassed. Okay, chapter four. <laughs> At Ada's fridge. Um <laughs> farmhouse pictures you see the whole family lineage they have a great breakfast she loves this whole farmhouse thing they learn about what the obituary society is these old ladies get together and instead of going to weddings they go to obituaries because that's what happens to old people it's a very sad thing um and let's see i was confused by that were they like going to funerals or were they just reading obituaries i think they were just reading obituaries like so, so it's like the obituary version of a book club. That's exactly okay. right. Yeah, which, I mean, alternatives on just the traditional book club really piss me off. <laughs> yeah, so, definitely. That so, should yeah. Be, it should be banned. Yeah. So uh, there's a little bit more summary, but I want to stop us right, th- right there because one of the obituaries that they read is about this uh, uh, that's on the, on the refrigerator is about an accountant. And it's, he talks about their very serious life and then says he often participated in an activity that required the wearing of a hard hat, a yellow, a yellow hard hat. This I noticed. This, I noticed that also. What What do you think the accountant was doing that necessitated wearing a yellow hard hat a lot? Uh, doppelgangbang. Oh, good. I'm not going to move right on because I don't think I could outdo that. Okay, we're back now. We're doing another flashback. June 1968. Phoebe is introduced. Lila's grandmother, Isaac's wife, and they paint the house pink. That is all that happens in that <laughs> flashback. Chapter five. <laughs> Chapter five. The mail order house. That's pretty much it. That that's the that, that's pretty much all I got for you. Um, I'm really glad that you that you mentioned in the summary that the book was set in Nebraska because I assumed it was set in the South and never noticed that it's in Nebraska. <laughs> because I mean, this is one of I I don't know that I've ever well no no I I I don't know if I've read a book like this before. I've seen Steel Magnolias and Fried Green Tomatoes, but I've never read a book where like. Uh, that is set in like a quirky town populated mostly by metaphors. <laughs> um, but this seems like a quintessential one of those books. Like, nice. um, what's a town? What's the name of a town populated mostly by metaphors? Oh boy, that's a good question. Uh, like Simileville? <laughs> is that is that a metaphor? Simile, yeah. A simile, yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Someone um, always has to say that. It sounded like Pike and Pine. Um, like like uh, Meta Meta Forks, Indiana. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, mm, that's all I got for now. Um, uh, Horse to Water, Alaska. Nice. 
Um, yeah, like I, I felt like every sentence in the book was basically like this one. The manufactured surface was nothing like Grandpa, who'd been tall and genuine with a presence like a deep-rooted oak tree. Yep. Yeah. Ev- like everyone, everyone is some sort of archetype. Yeah. And like at every everything is cloaked in kind of a Laura Ingalls, you know, sort of frock. Like even the metaphors are cloaked in a frock. Yeah, everything is heavily frocked. Heav- heavily frocked. Um, but probably by the end of the book, it's going to get defrocked. <laughs> probably. Um, okay, I have such a. I just. I sent you a game. Did you get that email? Yes, yes, I did. Okay, so there's this very strange sentence she writes. Talking about the, the, the Randy lawyer, he leaned forward and a scent that was sharp with a hint of deep ocean wafted across the mahogany desk. He looked at her with solemn blue eyes. Now, I found that very strange. It is very strange. Very strange sentence. And he's first described as a cinnamon scented lawyer. His breath smells like cinnamon. But then she's getting a sharp odor with a hint of deep ocean. And that similar to the, to the last book we had two weeks ago. The man was damp. Well, any odor that's wafting from a man. Oh, that a waft is a, a waft very is a negative, negative term. term. So it's like it, they're they're presenting this like it's a hot. You know, they, they're obviously going to do it later. Cinnamon is pleasant, but now there's a sharp smell with a hint of deep ocean. So the game for Matthew is he's got to fill in the blank. Um, and I'm going to start the sense he's going to fill in the blank of what could possibly be causing this smell. He leaned forward in a scent that was sharp with a hint of deep ocean wafted across the mahogany desk. He looked at her with solemn blue eyes as he pulled a... Oh, a uh, a beautiful plate of Kumamoto oysters. <laughs> oh, that's like a nice thing out from behind his desk. Well, that's that's, that's why it's nice going to get so seductive because oh. everyone knows oysters are an aphrodisiac and he just keeps oh. them in his desk. <laughs> okay, do you have another one? Uh, no, that, that, was, that was my only one. Okay, um, I'll do two. Yeah, what do you got? He looked at her with solemn blue eyes as he pulled a pickled baby orca out from behind <laughs> his desk. <laughs> well, I was being literal. Deep ocean and mm-hmm. and yeah. sharp. A ten foot bull kelp stipe and four sea urchin. <laughs> Wait, what was the first thing you said? What is ten, that? Ten foot bull kelp stipe. Like Michael stipe? Just like Michael stipe, except longer, greener, and you can eat it. Interesting. Okay. Um, but can it sing? Yes, absolutely. But you can't understand what it's saying. Yeah. All right. Moving on. You know that you are hanging with the kids too much when you read a word that is an real English word and you think it's a different word that's like a lingo-y word. Does oh. this make any sense? Yeah, no, I, I does. Okay, so this is how I literally read this sentence out loud in my head, which I guess say you can't do literally because you can't really. Okay, this is how I if, heard it in my if, ear okay, holes. Like, could, could April hear it? <laughs> no, so it's not literally. Okay, this is how I, I, I always catch myself using literally wrong and it bothers me. Okay. So, but it was, but literally ear holes. Is what I took away. Okay. Um, she ran into a stupid white-haired man. <laughs> <laughs> I read stooped as stupid. <laughs> and I couldn't read it. It took me like a long time to realize that's not what they were saying. Like, like as if it was spelled S-T-O-O-P-I-D. Like that yeah. guy was stupid. Like I knew that that wasn't the word, but I just read it just like a Facebook post. Like she nearly ran to that stupid white-haired man. It was stooped. <laughs> can I can I say like um so in my in my class uh, there are all these nineteen and twenty year olds and I was really hoping that they would talk crazy like you know like like people using all kinds of, like like crazy made up words like from a movie set in the future right. um but they talk completely normally and it's just the most disappointing thing yeah they they bump out a lot of rads though 
What? <laughs> yeah, think? yeah. They say every. They say everything is like uh, um, super keen. No, and... no. Seriously, every. I'm absolutely being honest. Oh wait, young people are saying rad again. Oh yeah, all the fucking time, Matthew. Wow. Yeah. Not young, young people. Like t- early twenties. Uh, I'm hearing it all the time. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's possible that uh, that I'm not hearing as much uh, of the lingo as I was hoping because uh, we're required to speak only Japanese in class. This is just occurring to me now. <laughs> okay. If you're under twenty, you can tell me that I'm full of shit and I'm an old lady and that no one's saying rad. If somebody under twenty listens to our show, I'm so sorry. No, I know. I'm going to take that as like the biggest compliment. You made my week. Oh yeah. Okay. Let us know. If yeah. You're if, under you're, 20. if you're if uh, you're if you're under twenty, but like and not my nephew, but not, but not like under 17 that I don't, well, no i don't know i'd be no, uncomfortable no, no. with that me too uh so yeah so if you're somewhere in that in that meaty like 17 to 19 <laughs> range don't use that word you sound like a pedophile if you're, if you're damp stop it we're gonna take it to a break and we're gonna go get him some help your brain is so full of japanese that english is not even english getting even in the walls anymore. it's not even getting in the have walls have you heard english is out I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. <laughs> um, okay, we're we are obviously back. Um, did you read the dedication? Um, I feel like I did. It's very short. To my people. No, and I, I absolutely a, didn't notice that. I think of a different book. Completely read it as "Let my people go." Like I just all of a sudden not read it that way, but that like thought ter- of it that way. Okay, can we before we get to the game, which I am very excited to play? Can we talk about dedications for a minute? Because mm-hmm. that. That, to me, is, like, the most quintessential example of what I consider a cop-out dedication. Like, Mm -hmm. I think a dedication should be to, like, a specific person or persons Mm -hmm. who you're saying, like, you know, these people are so important to me that I am dedicating this book to you and, like, putting your names in the front of this book for eternity. It's not an opportunity to say, like, you know, to all the great people I interviewed in the course of writing this book. Mm -hmm. Like, you already thank those people, like, mm-hmm. in the acknowledgments. Right. Like, like you are missing the opportunity. Okay, but let's, I'm going to take the author's side for a second. Okay. She's written, oh, this is not the same author, excuse me. <laughs> I, <laughs> this I'm person's say, probably written a bunch of books. I let's, know, but I was going to say, she's written, like, 50-some-odd books. Like, how do you, like, how do you have that many important people in your life? Well, that's that's an interesting question. I'm I'm uh, I'm working on my fourth book at the moment, and, like, I... I it's to me? Oh, my God, this is how you're going to tell me? <laughs> oh, my God, on live oh, radio? This is, oh, this is not kind of awkward. awkward. Yes. Yes, I accept. <laughs> what I was actually going to say was like, I know, so the first three, my first three books were dedicated like to the three most obvious uh, dedicatees. <laughs> what? Dedicatorials? Uh, yeah, those. Uh, you know, my parents, my wife, and my kid. Uh, and I know who the fourth one is is going to be dedicated to. to. It's someone who's dead. Um but like, uh, I also I also have a fifth book on, that I'm under contract to write, and I have no idea. So I could give you an idea. Um, I am gonna auction it off. Are you? <laughs> no, that would be horrible. I think you it's should be to my people. No, you should you should write to Christine Fian's people, or no, whoever the I forgot the author of this book. Uh, oh no, Jennifer. What? Shit. Jennifer. What? Jennifer. What? <laughs> Randall. To Is her it Randall? people. To her people. Oh, that, yes, what okay. you say. All right, to Jennifer Randall's people, people, assuming that's the name of the author of this book. That's right. Um, 
She's, this person's going to hate us when she listens, <laughs> if she ever Googles herself, because she's going to find the book. I, do you think that's already happened, that, that an author of one of these books has listened to the podcast? Like, if there was, if there was a 45-minute podcast with people making fun of my book, I would definitely listen to that. Is, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure of, if I would be upset or not. I, I, I would make Again, I go back to this person is raking in the money, so much more famous than we are, and we're just using some of their lines to spur on our comedic creativity. Are we really being assholes? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I'm sorry. How <laughs> no, about this? It's... How about we say I'm sorry at the end of every show? Okay, I like that. All right. All right. Sorry. And, and like, like personally to the author, like, yes. like I'm sorry, Jennifer Randall. Is that, if that's your if, name. If that's your name. <laughs> and I'm sorry to your people. Okay, so... You ready for the game? Yes. Okay, this is a new game, which I think is going to be a game I'm going to want to 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 do. And I think your last game, the one we talked about, the, the medical problem, or what do you, what do you call it? Uh, uh, you, should you, should, some, you should have that looked at. You should have that looked at. That's a great one. Um, okay, this is... Uh, um, this this game's called Five Star. Okay. Okay. Oh, you did tell me about yeah. this, and okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, this game's called Five Star, and... Um, I've been reading a lot of the reviews on Amazon for our um, books, and some of them are just really fun. And so, if if you know if we can't find enough material in the the preview, there's a lot of material to go for in the in the reviews. Okay, great. So, I'm going to be reading a, a review. You need to tell me if this is a real review that I saw or if it's a made up review that I did. Okay. okay? Two stars. Who's in the pond? It was never answered. In my regular life... <laughs> Stop. Okay, go ahead. Who's in the pond? It was never answered. In my, in my regular life, there are too many unsolved mysteries. Like, why did my husband leave? This is the last thing I want out of my leisure activity. Real. Fake. I made that up. <laughs> okay, well, who's, who's in the pond? <laughs> that, you must have missed that. There's a, a part that... They talk about a pond. Okay, well, right? anyway. it's great. Okay, two stars. I kept waiting for a recipe for the strawberry cake pictured on the front cover, and it, <laughs> and it never came. Bait and switch. If, I, if that had been in there, I would have maybe given the book three stars, but I'm pretty disappointed, so two stars. Fake. Fake. Okay. Wait, the way... <laughs> um, would this person, uh, this character that, you, that you've created, would they have been... Would they've given it like two and a half stars if it had mentioned the cake, but with no recipe? May, yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, but you know what's funny is that there are recipes at the end of this book. Oh, okay. And I the the one on the cover very well may be in this book. I have oh, no idea. I didn't know there were recipes at the end of this book, but I did look at the table of contents uh, to see what other funny chapter titles there were. Oh. And there's one chapter called Rocky Mountain Oysters. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, this one's short. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Huh, that's funny. Five stars. Thank you. I love books. Real. <laughs> real. <laughs> <laughs> just in all of them. I, I thought that was the best. I just love books. I, I love you. you. Know? I love reading. I love everyone. I love I your people. Yeah, I don't care. I love paper. Yeah. Like I love I like I like short numbers. Books. I like tall books. I, I just love I like, thank you. I, I like love books. Books with Fabio on the cover. I like books with a cake on the cover. I like blank books. I Absolutely. Like, I like empty journals. I like moleskins. Skin. <laughs> I'm not sure how you say it. Isn't it skin? Moleskin? Let's, let's say it's moleskin. Moleskin. <laughs> uh, okay, we got more. You ready? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, five stars. I truly enjoyed this journey through many decades of a family. The obituary ladies were a hoot, and they added so much to the story. How enjoyable to read a book without profanity and four-letter words. This is a delight. Uh, I'm going to say that's 100% motherfucking true. 100% motherfucking true. Well done, Matthew. Okay, next one. Five stars. I like the story. I like reading about the closeness of small town. Although... (laughs) Although I believe it's wrong to get away with murder. <laughs> Fake. Real. What? Real. I am so I'm so glad finally someone has the guts to take a stand I know. against getting away with murder. I like reading about the closeness of small town. Although I believe it's wrong to get away with murder. My favorite one. But okay. but I mean, but in the scheme of things, like compared to profanity, right? It's not that bad. Right. Four stars. I found the story engaging enough, though I wish the author would have consummated the sexual tension between Lila and Asher. How often do you get to read about betting a cinnamon-scented lawyer? Fake. Yeah, I need. I could work on that one. <laughs> well, it, it, it wasn't actually. It wasn't actually that it was that. Like I couldn't. I you know I had this twinge of like, wait a minute, they don't do it. That's not possible. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure it's like described in like billowy metaphors. Okay, three more. Five stars. It kept me up at night. The best line comes late in the book. He is dead. He hit his head on the shovel. Real. <laughs> Real. <laughs> Which I just put in there because I'm like, who died? I don't know. <laughs> who died on the shovel? I wonder if there's... <laughs> he died He died on the sh- as he lived on the shovel. He hit his head on the shovel. Um, it, do, it, Which sounds very funny. There's no... You, you, your sh- the shovel hits your head. It does seem It does he seem strange. He hit his head on the shovel. Um, there's no villain in the excerpt, right? Yeah, none. But, but maybe a villain appears... Um, do you think like when they when Asher and Lila finally do do it, uh, like is the is the room just filled with wafts of like alternately cinnamon and um, orca pickled orca pickled orca? (laughs) Totally. Okay. Okay. Three stars. The author seems fixated on eyebrows. Who (laughs) knows? Who knew there was so much to read in the arch or furrow of a brow? And what's with the flip-flops? Aren't those the things you wear in a public shower or across hot sand? Um, hmm. Now, the author of, of one of our previous books, Awakened Vampire Awakenings... Was all uh, about the nose. Was all about the nose and also the overwhelming chest. So, right, right, right. Um, they did mention eyebrows several times during our preview. This is hard. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely not sure. Uh, Got to pick one. Fake. Real. <laughs> okay, last one here for you. One star. I totally put this book down. <laughs> um, real. <laughs> fake. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> I, I would post that as a review. I totally put this book down. Um. Oh man, I, yeah, I definitely want to play this again. No, I I haven't like gone through the reviews of any of our books. Oh, I don't know my why. God. There are some, re- and the reason why these were especially funny because they were so straight. Well, this seems like the kind of book that would attract like a middle America. Yeah, like I was going to say something mean, like a un like a person with no sense. I just of humor. did. Yeah, I just yeah. did. Isn't middle America a mean thing to say? I don't. I don't. When I think it depends. We, people like us say it. Yes, <laughs> it's a euphemism, right? I'm yeah. being polite. Um, now, when we say Middle America, um, what's it's like Middle Mark, Earth. Mark in Minneapolis? Is yeah, that we name? don't mean Mark. We don't mean we don't mean you, Mark. Everyone else. That guy stopped listening Mark? so long ago. I'm sure. No, I bet. He, no, I think Mark still listens. You still I believe. believe okay. I believe. 
Mark, we are talking about your people, though, Mark. uh Like middle America, we have faith Mm -hmm. in Mark. In Mark. Okay, there's a a line in the book. She checked a girlish grin. I didn't understand that. I mean, I understand, like, checking out a girlish grin. I think it's like you checked yourself, like, like it's almost before she wrecked herself. It almost seems like um, slang, like like uh, uh, black slang, like girl, check yourself. I was wondering if if like like a sassy black friend was going to appear in this book. She she, she did inside of this white girl by saying she checked a girlish grin. Mm-hmm. That's a little weird. <laughs> well, it's a there is a paranormal thing. Who was in the pond? The I, black girl inside the white girl. I don't know who was inside the pond because I completely missed that part. Okay. Um, for one of the first paragraphs, the first lines in one of the first paragraphs, five women in their Sunday best forming a wall you couldn't drive a Dodge Ram through. That is really violent against women. Um, yeah, but like, uh, you know, they were asking for it the way <laughs> they were forming that wall. That's what I say. And a Dodge Ram? I mean, come on. If you're going to kill five women. Uh, forerunner? Uh, Outback. Hmm. What do you want them to see last before you ram them? Well, I guess Dodge Ram. I mean, yeah. Okay. I'm, tr- I'm trying so hard to play along with this game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. There. This is like. Maybe this just shows that I'm like a really like. Um, ma- uh, I don't know. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable with men's. Uh, what's the? What, you don't know what I'm trying to say because I don't. Know, I haven't said anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really funny oh, laugh. I'm all, I'm all a Twitter now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, like, uh, you know when a man opens a door for you, for a woman? Oh, chivalry? Chivalry, thank you. I don't mind when a man opens a door for me because I'll actually open a door for a man and I, as long as yeah. they're okay going through it, I don't. it doesn't bother me. But there's a lot of times in this book where the lawyer will press the small of her back. He just met her. And he's pressing the small of her back as she walks into the room. And as she's leaving, he oh, presses the small like of her back. I didn't like that. But uh, before we get deeper into that, which I want to, I want to go back to something you just said. I don't want to get deeper in that. Um, are there men who refuse to walk through a door that a woman has opened for them? <laughs> I, I sort of imagine there are, and they're literally sure the worst people. They, they are. And I'm sure they're the same people who say, smile, honey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I... Um, I did have a little bit of a like Seattle uh, car standoff with a guy who I opened the door for him and he said no after you. Mm. And I was like I was like, you know, beauty before age, like just to say something funny. <laughs> and he's like that's funny but no really go ahead. And it was like oh, one of those boy. like go ahead. Like he wasn't happy. Like that's it, terrible. it was like it was going to emasculate him. His penis was going to fall off in the doorway if I followed him. Like I don't, yeah, I don't he even know where to begin. He drives with that. a Dodge Ram. He probably drives a Dodge Ram with Hemi. Into, yeah, with what? Hemi. What's that? Oh, <laughs> you just lost Middle America again. <laughs> no, seriously, it's what like is a it? revved up like engine. <laughs> it's like I think it's something that they put in cars to make them go really, really fast and powerful. Oh, like a spoiler. <laughs> I don't. I'm a. Oh well, my god! As, as you know, like I've spent a lot of time getting getting greasy down the local garage. Getting greasy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I'm a because I'm a car expert. Getting um, greasy with it. I mean, just because I haven't owned a car uh, for as long as I can remember doesn't mean I don't know how to like get my fingers into a fuel injector. Injector. 
<laughs> or a like, fuel conjecture. I like, to, I like to put a car up on the on the uh, hydraulic um, car elevating jack? thing. Yeah, yeah, the hydro- the, uh, yeah. The, yeah. They actually call me hydraulic jack down at the garage. Um, <laughs> I thought yeah. they called you Greasy Pete. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I go by many names. I, I'm on the run. Um, Guess what? What? I bet you don't know the next book we're picking, and we need to know that. I do. <gasps> you are so prepared. Can you it? Yeah. I wrote it down on this. I didn't write the author down because it has three authors. It's a group effort. Now, give it to me, Greasy. I, I'm gonna. Pete. I'm gonna warn you. <laughs> I'm gonna warn you first, never to say "Give it to me, Greasy Pete." <laughs> and secondly, give it to me, Greasy Pete. This this book is a little bit intentionally funny, but like it's a comedic novel. Well. Like the authors know the, the authors are like having a good time, clearly. It's like okay. like some like three romance authors who got together to like, you know, do something a little different. Okay. But I uh but I'm excited to read a it. Doppelganger? Because, because it is called Taken by a Trillionaire. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. So how bad can that be? Bad. Right. So so I'm very excited. Uh yeah, just uh, look up Taken by a Trillionaire on Amazon and and enjoy. Uh, and, uh, so we'd like to, we'd like to apologize. Wait, do we want to have the, <laughs> the apology at the very end? Yes. Okay. Uh, we could do it both ways. We can sandwich an apology. That means everything in the middle is, is fine. Oh, no matter okay. what we say, we're, we're giving them a, an apology sandwich. Do you mean, uh, the, does the top half of the sandwich go at the, at the beginning of the show or just the beginning of the end section of the show? <laughs> I, Oh, yeah, the beginning of when we start to talk about the book. It's like a compliment sandwich, which I'm sure you've heard before. I have heard a compliment yeah. sandwich, yes. Yeah, except it's just totally reversed. It's an apology sandwich. It's an apology sandwich. All right. Um, we're sorry. I'm... We're very sorry. Wait, we're... I thought you... Uh, uh, we're sincerely sorry. Okay. Sorry. But I th- wait, I thought, I thought you said... <laughs> I don't know. I'm confused by the structure of the sandwich, I guess I'm oh, saying. next time. Not, okay, we, we okay. can't do it this time because we can't go back in time. But next time, at the beginning of the book... <laughs> that makes perfect sense. We apologize. Then we do our thing, and then we apologize again. And we also say, you guys, go go read the book. Um, you know what? I, I feel so... Uh, oh, shit. What? We forgot to say how the book ends. Oh, you mean last time? Or this time? Both times. <laughs> Both times. <laughs> That's okay. We don't have to do that every time. Okay. Um, I think, uh, uh, like, something uh, horrible and inhuman crawls out of the pond that I didn't notice the first time around mm-hmm. and um, and crawls into bed with Asher and Lila. Oh, mm-hmm. wait. The uh, the thing, the, the uh, deep sea aroma mm-hmm. was actually coming off the pond. And it's a, it's a, like a swamp thing. Oh, he had a glass vial. He had a vial he had of a that vial stuff. of swamp juice. And that's what he was giving her as put in the will. You need to take care of this now. Take care of it, like fight off the swamp thing. No, just take care of it. Okay. And, but the swamp thing turns out to be really nice. Like, like, no, no, like put it to bed, give it a binky, give it warm milk. It's like a Boo Radley kind of thing. Right, right. Take, okay. take good care. Okay. So I'm, uh, uh, I'm looking up. <laughs> The name of the author, oh, Jessica Randall. Jessica, we were saying Jennifer. <laughs> Jessica, we are sorry for so much. <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, to your parents, to you. I feel like we should, uh, this this might be a terrible idea, but like, if any author wants to like call in and like talk to us about how terrible we are from what we said about their book, I would sort of enjoy that. Would you? Yeah, I might. I think that would be really horrible and I would feel terrible about myself. Yeah. Which I probably like, should. Um, but maybe, yeah, maybe it would keep us honest. Uh, or I just, just think the way that we're going to get karma from this is that at some point soon, listeners, um, we're going to we're going to take one of our own books 
and do the same thing. To oh, it. I yeah, I would I would volunteer my book, mm-hmm. and I you can you can take mine. Mine's a little harder to do, but I do have some stories in there, and mm-hmm. you you can be the picker for one of my books, and I'll be the picker for one of yours, and I will slam you on some of the ways you write things. Um, now here's here's the question: like when we pick one of our own books, here's the way I would prefer to do it when we pick my book. I want to slam the book as if I didn't write it. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay, great. Right. Um, like, we just forget that we're the authors. But we're, we want to be, like, do the same thing we're doing with these books, which is let it just kind of spur us on to different areas and not dwell on, on mean-spirited character assassinations. Okay. Right? Yeah, I mean, although, to be, to be fair, the main character of my book is a monster. <laughs> All right. Which is um, you. It's me. Uh, <laughs> And uh, you can find us online at uh, Look Inside uh, TBC, um, which is uh, this week stands for, uh, oh, sorry, it's Facebook. Let me start that over. Uh, you can find us online at lookinsidethisbookclub.com and on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which this week stands for uh, Look Inside uh, the... Um, <laughs> oh, come on. How hard can this be? Uh, uh, look inside the big cherry the, the wood. The Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say it every episode. That, awesome. That uh, only only six weeks late. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, and uh, I was you trying can, to help you out. No, I, I really, I, I could, I strongly appreciate it. Um, I was like, it, it was. Uh, like out of the frying pan, as 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 people say in the in the quirky southern Nebraska small town where I grew up, it's like out of the frying pan and and into the possibly racist fire. I like and books. I I like books too. Mm-hmm. I like books about small town. Uh, <laughs> I like I like book about Bigfoot. <laughs> we are if we had a uh, a cane, a double headed cane, we'd be pulling ourselves off the stage right now. This has gone well. (laughs) Robocop, The Terminator, and Steel Magnolias. Okay, that was the joke.